Welcome, my friends, back to Galarian, to the Obari Ocean, far south and to the east of your home city of Absalom, to a creaky old merchant vessel, the Opportune, as it rolls on the ocean's crests, and before you, a city of wonder rises out of the mist, a city of towering spires, of flying towers, of islands completely divorced from the land. The ocean here is strange, prismatic, and the sky at every time of day looks to be full of stars. Dragons, proteans, and other more esoteric creatures flit across the skies as the great city of Quantium rises up before you. Before you know what happens next, and what awaits you, we have some heroes to see, and some recaps to be had. So, on the deck, or below deck, of this creaky old merchant vessel, after a two-week ship voyage, how do we find you? Let's start with Melinda Melrose. We find Melinda Melrose leaning over the railing on deck, looking a little green around the gills. She is not necessarily made for seafaring this one that's that's just just that's that's it sick she's she's just sick she's not having a good time (laughs) fair enough uh melrose who is our wizard the half elven wizard uh cool what about h2 h2 dash seven two three so H2-723 is probably actually working as a deckhand because uh, she's big, she's strong, and she got bored of not doing things on the ship. Mm-hmm. And uh, her sensors are not, they're, they're not malfunctioning, so she's not the robot version of seasick either. Although uh, she has helped carry Melinda around if necessary. But for right now, she's probably doing something with the rigging. Hell yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, You, this, technically this uh, trip has been covered by the Pathfinder Society. Though you would know, you've been told to keep your Wayfinders hidden and your signs of affiliation with the society on the down low, which is why you've boarded the opportune rather than um, teleport here as your dear talkative friend Zikariz was done two weeks ago. You remember Zikariz uh, perhaps maybe making a joke. This is what you get for being bigger than a bread box. You've got to take the long way around. Hmm. 
you've managed to make the best of things for yourself. Um, meanwhile, Calamus, how have you enjoyed this long fortnight a sea? Uh, can I use a spell I took as flavor text and not as a spell right now? Sure. Uh, so I took animal form. So I think Calamus, uh, newly learned in some new additional animal forms, has been hanging out as a snake curled around the banisters on the ship, just kind of hanging out and enjoying the breeze. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, animal form does also uh, give itself the shark form. So if you wanted, you could have jumped in the water for a little bit. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Something cool. Something pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> and finally, our final hero. Ist, how has the sea been treating you, little goblin? I think for Ist, it's been a novelty because although their family, when they traveled to Absalom, like, I don't know how much of that was by sea. I imagine most of it was by land. Mm-hmm. So, except for the obviously the last bit from the um, south of Andor and down to the actual mm-hmm. island itself. Yeah, but this is probably the longest they've been on the water. Mm-hmm. So, it's a new experience, and they've spent a lot of time going wherever they can get away with being. They've definitely checked out the crow's nest. Spent a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Like they definitely spent a good chunk of time. Like out on the bowsprit much to the horror of various people um, mm-hmm. I, I tied a rope around myself it's fine um, <laughs> and just sort of using their telekinesis to like pull up globs of water and maybe throw it at people periodically but, like just seeing how their abilities worked with water so Pretty having cool. a great time Having a great time. Yeah. Uh, Well, as uh, the city on this kind of very early morning, about an hour before dawn, the sun is just rising, though, as you come into the docks of Quantia, the greatest city of Nex, founded by the wizard king in, in the antiquity, the sun almost kind of is dimmed by the mystical lights of the lower level of the city. Quantium is a tiered city. There's a lower one, but it's also referred to as the moon level, and then the top level is the sun level. The lower level of the city has arcane enchanted crystals along the whole bottom of the top tier of the city, held up, not, uh, they're just not like floating, there's plenty of floating towers and islands around the city, but there's also just these enormous carved, patterned pillars inlaid with these gleaming arcane crystals of every hue. It's like just looking at a rainbow sky as you come into the docks. I will say, if anyone is interested in seeing the glory of Quantum for themselves, uh, Pathfinder Lost Omens Impossible Lands came out this year or last year by the time you re- you're hearing this is incredible and has some incredible incredible art uh, I would have share a couple 
for my friends just so they can get a vibe from it. And I'm sure you can also find images elsewhere. Where is it? What does it feel like to come into a city with such a high concentration of magic? Like, Absalom obviously has a lot going on, but this is a whole other level and not just a tiered yeah. thing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's definitely – like, the magicians among you, your wizard – your psychic, your your druid, you definitely feel a thrum of magic as you as you enter this place. Um, give me roll um, roll your uh, what's it called your um, casting skill. No, yeah, your casting skill, Arcana, uh, Nature, and Occult. All of us are just ist. Yeah, yeah, all of you. I mean, I guess anyone who is like. Try, like you know, trying to like look and see the the city in that way. Um, yeah, I, I'm just I'm sharing a couple images. Um, They're very pretty. Yeah. Oh, uh, check out that knoll. Love yeah. to knolls see it. more than and like you said, mm. there's knolls, there's cat folk, there's rat folk. Um, there's more than that. There's Ooh. like. Proteans, like cha- like primordial chaotic angels walking the streets. Whoa. Um it's this fucks. It's truly wild as you as you enter it. Um okay, and then what did you roll? Uh 13. Um Ist, you definitely like get like oh wow, this place is like wildly powerful. Um, which I mean is kind of obvious, but like you kind of feel it in your bones. Um, but it's not just that. You feel with your psychic resonance, there's like ripples of discontent. This is like a beautiful, powerful place, but it's also a place that is incredibly stratified. Mm. And you can like, you get some of that. I also, you know, like when you're near, um, somewhere with a lot of bass like you can feel it vibrating in your teeth almost like i imagine like that's what the magic yeah. you actually just like. that just reminded me not just that as you step on you hear and feel and you look to the north to the huge 15 foot tall uh 15 foot miles long wall that encircles the city of quantium peering over it a 30-foot-tall golem made of stone that you have never seen before walking an endless patrol. And across the city is its twin. A golem. (laughs) And you feel that thumping in your body. It's like a metronome as this thing walks its patrol around the city. So that was that's what Ist gets. Calamus, here's the thing about this place that you notice, that you discover, that you discern. It is a place with nature here has kind of taken a backseat in a way that is slightly worrying to you. I don't know how familiar you are with this area, but you know that south of here lie the mana wastes, a... Mm-hmm magic blasted wasteland that is like a constant chaotic teeming like 
wasteland. And you see like bits and pieces of this. You see there are – as you're walking through the city towards Nexus House, which is the venture, uh, the lot, the Pathfinder Lodge of Nex, um, there are just pipes, sewage pipes, open – spewing gleaming purple and pink and opalescent like liquid into the water supply because there's a million wizards and and alchemists and who knows what else just constantly fucking with the bonds of reality and whatever is left over whatever detritus is left in that just gets dumped into the sewers calmus does not like that (laughs) Another reason to not like humans. It's a, pl- it's, well, it's not just humans here, but for sure. It's, it, it's a place of wonder, but like that wonder, you can feel it comes at a cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think uh, Calamus has ever been here, so I'm not familiar with it. Just disgusted. Yeah. Um, and you, Mindy, Melinda, um, you feel like the thrum of this place. You feel the, um, oh, here's what you see. All over the place. This place is awash in art and culture, in uh, decorations. There are statues everywhere. There are like murals everywhere. And you notice every single one of those statues, every single portrait and mural and mosaic that depicts a person, those eyes are enchanted and are watching. Cool. <laughs> there is little that goes in, on in Quantium that somebody does not know about. Cool. That's awesome. That's cool and great and fun and doesn't make me feel very, very uneasy. <laughs> so it goes. The opportune docks uh, at the eastern port of Net of uh, Quantium. Uh, Quantium, one of the several uh, great cities of Nex. There's also Anopion, uh, the 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 alchemist Utopia, not quite so, uh, and Akanis, the wounded city. Uh, you will not be going there today, but those are things that you have heard people talk about. You walk through the streets, you see all these things, and you make your way quickly to Nexus House. Uh, dawn has risen. The lights are gleaming. Um, interesting thing about this city. It's huge. It's weird. It's powerfully magical. It is less than a third the size of Absalom. Ooh. 60,000 people live in Quantium. 300,000 live in, in, in Absalom. Um, so like, you can almost feel a little bit like, yeah, I mean, it's cool, but it's like, it's not Absalom. <laughs> so the vibe of New Yorkers when they're anywhere that isn't New York. <laughs> yeah, this is like New York. <laughs> yeah. This is New Yorkers coming to like Chicago. Um, no, I would say it's New Yorkers going to like Kansas City. <laughs> sure, if Kansas City was full Chicago of Chicago is like way bigger than than New York City. Physically, yeah. But Physically, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyways, anyway. So you arrive at the Nexus House. Nexus House, tall, beautiful uh, structure with a domed ceiling, orange and purple and gold accents, uh, many archways with some lions 
out in front of it. Um, you are welcomed in by the staff. Uh, you enter the incredible entrance hall where there is, uh, there are two statues of, uh, two figures holding hands, um, and gazing at each other, uh, romantically. And behind them is a 30 foot tall reverse waterfall. Reverse waterfall. <laughs> There's a waterfall that flows up. Yeah. <laughs> Who are the uh, statues? Oh. Uh, yeah, you ask one of the one of the people. Um, so, oh, so that is uh, Adolphus, uh, the scholar, and uh, Ganje, uh, the princess of Bopan. Uh, they were the founders of this place uh, long ago. They there's a, much of a story. Uh, they were in love. Um, they liberated funds from the treasury of Bopan as they ex- uh, escaped the island, uh, fought their way across much of, uh, of Garund, uh, and then, uh, settled down here, uh, to build headquarters for the Pathfinder Society. Sick. Yes. It is hmm. said that when lovers pass uh, their statues, uh, they can be seen to sigh or nod in approval. I'm like looking up at the staff. She's like, "Okay." Uh, she was two. Yeah, one is Tald and one is uh, Bopanese. Um, Bopan is a island. I forget. I think it's like near uh, Vudra or Jalmare, Um That you would all know a uh, role society, actually. Everyone or yeah, whoever whoever's interested in thinking about it. Uh, Mindy, you know that Bopan uh, was an island. I believe it's near the coast of Jalmar. It's in the it's in the Obari Ocean. I'm pretty sure that was two things. One, it is the people who live there are animal person hybrids mm. um, because they have all been touched by uh, an intense fey uh, power there. I forget what it's called, but there was this whole Pathfinder. The Pathfinders uh, a couple years ago, like, had this whole big expedition there uh, to help um, the people of Bopan like work against the fairy like tyrant that had uh, taken over the the country Dope. for hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so is is one of the statues an animal person? I believe so. Um, it doesn't describe much about her beyond the fact that she is from. Bopan. I want to know what kind of animal person she is, but I guess it doesn't say. We can just say she's a fox, I guess. Um, Hell yeah! But uh, as you as you enter and you go through, um, the luxurious magic of Nexus House cleans all of your clothes. Your shoes are, have been shined. Uh, any ragged hems are stitched before your eyes. Um, <laughs> as if I would show up with ragged hems. Well, um, I'm a cactus. You, you're a cactus. Uh, your you feel your quills get uh, get uh, polished and sharpened. I don't think Calamus likes that. <laughs> it doesn't like having her stuff fucked with. So mm-hmm. like, we share the disgruntled vibe. Yeah, like, gives uh, give each other like a look. Uh. But uh, and you know, like any anything that you attract in is like cleaned magically as well. It's one of the reasons why this uh, why this lodge can have as as few staff members as they can, uh, because it is intensely enchanted to be clean at all times. Mindy seems like normal about this. 
<laughs> How much magic do you think it takes to like do all of that? That is like that's so much. So much. So much magic. A lot of magic. Like so much. It clearly comes at a cost. This feels excessive. It does feel excessive. Yes. Thank you, H2. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I pr- I appreciate like you might save on like staffing costs, but still. Um, but you are led into a meeting room where you see a bronze-skinned gnome wearing a bright crimson sash and a lavender uh, saree or saree, not sure. Um, standing beside a wooden table holding a lumpy parcel covered in velvet. Uh, as she speaks, there are a multitude of bangles, earrings, and necklaces jangle musically. I actually have art of this character. I will show share for you. The rest of you, uh, that description should be good enough. Uh, Neat. Indeed. Uh, and she says, welcome Ooh. to Nexus House. I am Vashvatom uh, Sebnet Sansarkot at your service. And may I? Pr- and as she is speaking, you hear the um, velvet cloth <laughs> rumbles, and it says, <laughs> and she sighs and pulls the velvet aside to re- reveal a grinning skull. Uh, pink lights twinkle in each of the skull's eye sockets as she says, "As I was saying, the great Zikaris said it. I thought we worked this out." I promised to stop doodling on your table, and you promised to pull the curtain quickly for the dramatic reveal. Making friends, then, see? They they look at each other and then look at the table where an ink pen rests next to numerous crooked spirals as if someone had drawn them with the pen held in their teeth. (laughs) (laughs) To the gnome, I say, at least it's not dicks. Indeed. Um, Zikra says, <laughs> that just gives to show my powers of divination are ahead of their time. And hey! Uh, <laughs> drops the, the, the uh, velvet back on her head. Um, and then, and I then, love Zikra. Takes it off. Um, she says, our humorous friend here, I believe you're already well acquainted. Um, and is why you have been brought here. We don't have too many details, but Zikris, as she's and Zikris says, those letters do not get enough love in your stories. It's a crime not to use them. She's taken the name Zikris for now because she likes the sound of it. Sebet's eye twitches, but she's almost certain that wasn't her name before. Uh, as. She, after you discovered her in the Grand Lodge, there's been quite a bit of research as to what she might uh, be, what her provenance might be. Nobody could really figure out who she was or what she was, as if the person she once was never even existed. But I have come to believe that she is one of the Ark Lords of Nex. Other recent uh, events provide as an evidence to support this theory as well. Agents of our longtime foe, who you may have met, the night hag Aslin, have been snooping around anywhere I wanted to do research. It's as if the more we learn about the skull, the more others do as well. Which brings me to your assignment. 
I need you to take Zikris into Quantium. Follow her hunches and premonitions about where she can go to remember who she is. Return here when you've gleaned all you can, and together we'll try to discern why Aslin is against is after her before whatever she scheme she's up to comes dare I say it to a head. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um Sebet no, pulls the right. cloth off of uh, <laughs> Zikaris. Um, perhaps, and uh, you should decide amongst yourselves who will carry Zikaris in your um, travels. <laughs> I think we already know. I was about to say, I don't think we get to decide that. I think that Ist is going to do that no matter who wants anything different. <laughs> uh, and as, as is our now custom, uh, the potential questions that you can ask before heading out on your quest flash onto the screen uh, as we, you know, cut to a to a three quarters view of your characters. All of us just sort of standing there, looking off into space. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, but what actually is an arc lord? Well, you say that she might be one of them, but what is it? Ah, uh, the arc lords of Nex are powerful and influential faction of wizards who claim to be descended from Nexus household servants. They've been lobbying for control over the country since Nex himself disappeared. And you think Zikaris is one of them? Why? It's admittedly more of a gut feeling than anything concrete. I was visiting the Grand Lodge for treatment after one of my experiments... Uh, rendered me temporarily deaf, um, and they thought it just hit me when I encountered her in the vaults. We've already eliminated the possibilities of her being undead or an intelligent magic item, so there's a few things that it could be, and Arclords tend to have rather significant magical powers to have strange things like this happen. Regardless, it gives us a place to start digging. So you said uh, Vashvatam. What does that mean? Ah, um, it's a Nexian title. It equates to Venture Captain. It has been the long-standing uh, tradition of, Vexus, of Nexus House to use the title here. I see. And uh, you you don't think that Zikaris is going to maybe draw a lot of attention to us? Well, I don't... Well, so it's complicated. Um, fortunately, <laughs> there are few places in the world where people are as willing to accept the magical and fantastical as normal as the streets of Quantium. Even a talking skull is unlikely to cause a scene. Uh, still, the longer the investigation takes, the more likely Ashland's agents will catch on to your deeds. Once you've gathered what you can in the city, return here to collect your research. Uh, and just make sure people don't think she is undead, because that would be bad. <laughs> undead are anathema in next. Well, if she's going to draw a lot of attention, could we, like, put her in a back... Or not... She's not going to draw a lot of attention, but, like, if we need to, we could, like, put her into a backpack or something, right? Absolutely not! <laughs> I refuse <laughs> to be treated like a bag of bones! Well, you're not a complete bag of bones. Yeah, there's only one of you. There's only one bone. A skull's more than one bone, Mindy. I knew that. Mindy. Obviously. <laughs> I obviously knew that already. It's like, what, five? Depends if you count the teeth as individual bones. 
<laughs> How many teeth do you think you have? Mindy failed science. It's all every single teeth is an individual bone. Shut the fuck up. Nobody talk to me. <laughs> uh, as you as your conversation winds on, uh Semnet also says, Oh, also, um a couple of letters arrived ahead of you by, you know, Mystic Courier from some of the faction leaders of the alliance of the uh society. Uh I've got one from Iendo Klein. Uh, head of the Vigilant Seal, and Fola Baroon, leader of the Envos Alliance. Uh, and she holds them up. Uh, I I take one. Well, which one do you take? Uh, <laughs> I've already forgotten the names of the characters you just said. What were the two factions again? Uh, the Vigilant Seal and the Envoys Alliance. Got it. Uh, I'll take the Vigilant Seals one. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna share this with you, so you can sh- uh, read it to your friends. All right. You want to grab the other one, H two. H two grabs the other one. <laughs> All right. You'll now find them in your journals. Ah, uh-huh. a sealed request. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I agree with our archivists that we need to identify and catalog all of the things that have entered our vaults, but shipping one of them off to Garund just because she can talk isn't wise. And I'm not just saying that because she called me a rusty shovel and insulted my beard. If you're reading this, however, it means that I've been overruled again. While you're investigating things in Quantium, the Vigilant Seal recommends that you keep the skull's presence as discreet as possible. And I do recognize that this is no small thing that I ask. Most, more importantly, keep information about the skull and any magic linked to her on a need-to-know basis. I trust your judgment if you feel certain allies of the society can be trusted with knowing more, but I also trust you to know where those limits are. Keep on your toes down there. Something you should remind your chatty friend that she can't do. Iodo uh, Klein. Jesus. This, this person's being very rude to you, Zick. Zick, can I call you that? You seem to have made an impression. <laughs> yeah, you certainly do. I tend to do that. <laughs> you sure do, bud. Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> the evil skull cackling. <laughs> I love Zikaris so much. Zikaris is great. Yes. Um, I think H two looks at the letter, crumples it, and says, <laughs> "We are to be on the on the lookout for new allies, so we should not kill anyone if we can help it." <laughs> you're not gonna say anything else about it this was from Fola Baroon <laughs> but uh, I love you H2 <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> no it's good it's great no it's great this is good character moment <laughs> and then H2 offers the crumpled letter to, to Ist I think you will find there's not much else there I'm not a fucking child. I don't. It's fine. I take. I take the letter. <laughs> I just sort of pluck it. <laughs> it is. It is mostly as uh, as described. Um, Sebnet does kind of tap her bangles and in, in thought, and she says, "Well, there is a possibility that those two directives will come to conflict in some way." Thankfully, yourselves as Pathfinders are more than authorized and expected to make decisions about such a thing in the line of your duties. As long as you find out 
as much information as you can about Zikris, then your primary objective will be completed. Uh, what is the vibe between these two factions of the society or these two individuals like Baroon and Klein specifically? Uh, Royal Society won't be a hard one because you are Pathfinder. Not Pathfinder lore? Yeah, Pathfinder lore, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Uh, that is a 24. Um, oh, yeah. So the Vigilant the vigilant Seal is Eando Klein's faction. Uh, so here's the thing. So Eando Klein is a little prickly. Uh, he is a he is an old school dude, renowned Pathfinder, a guy who has who has in the past quit the society when he thought it was going in the wrong direction, and has come back to ensure that it does not go in that direction again. The Vigilant Seal's goal is to make sure that the society does, is not reckless in its in its work, and also does not just the society deals with a lot of magical artifacts a lot of magical creatures, and a lot of just magic that could be very harmful. And the Vigilant Seal's job, their, 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 their um, aim is that we treat those things with the respect and caution they deserve and not just put on a magic ring because we don't know what it does. You know, that's, that's their whole thing. <laughs> we would never. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> So that's the Vigilant Seal. Um, it's like, do not just – anything can be hiding in the world and we need to be careful with everything or else – you know, Tarbafon was sealed away for some time. Demon lords are sealed away all the time. If you open the wrong door, the worst thing in the world could happen. Uh, meanwhile, the Envoys Alliance is about recruitment, about making alliances, about improving – the society is like internal culture for the benefit of all the agents um, and, and increasing like the support. Um, Fola Baroon is a um, – what is her class? I don't know what her class is. Maybe like a druid or something. She seems druidish. Um, and uh, she is the, the captain of the Vigilant Seal. I know less uh, – sorry, the Envoys Alliance. I know less about her, but – her whole point is like there have been times when the society has been pruned uh, or or even like just where events have led the society to losing large swaths of membership due to tragedy or or like war or whatever and Barun wants to make sure that the society has one as many competent and capable agents as possible and that the the ones that we do have are trained properly are treated properly, like a lot of the Envoys Alliances, like also like medicine, medical research, and like psychological like uh, treatment for people who have seen terrible things. Um, yeah, that's that's the two the the two um, factions that have reached out to you with secondary objectives. All right, all right, all right. Uh, if you'd like, you can also make a uh, recall knowledge. Or gather information check about the city as a whole. Um, you already seen a lot of it, uh, fair like on your way from the docks to the Nexus House. But if you want to like think about anything else, you know, society, diplomacy, or any lores to remember any other pieces of information. I'll roll a society check. Cool. Oh uh, yeah, there you go. You want to get a, a second opinion on that? <laughs> <laughs> 
Midday? Yes, they do. Uh, <laughs> wait, does does Ralph does Ralph know society or is he Arcana? Oh, uh, great question. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, I guess Arcana is the thing that Ralph knows. Oh, okay, it's all good. You already you you learned a fair bit as you enter as you came in. Okay. Uh, hey, who's Ralph? Because I don't think we've seen Ralph on screen <laughs> or on air. I should say. I don't think we see. So Ralph, Ralph on is on air. Yes, on air. Um, so Ralph is my familiar. He's a rat, and he lives in my hood. <laughs> what, what does he look like? Is this like a is this like a a Dumbo rat? You know, with the big ears. Like, yeah, a fancy he's got rat. The big ears. He's a fancy rat. He's a like a black hooded fancy rat. So he's got like his head is black, and then the rest of his body is white. He is modeled after my own dear former pet rat Oreo. No, <laughs> oh, impeccable. He's always cheesed to meet you. Exactly. <laughs> he is always cheesed to meet you. <laughs> Sorry, I just lost it from looking at, at Jade's face. <laughs> Jade is just like enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, look at look at this little guy. This is a, the wrong color, but he's got the right pose. This little guy comes and he says, Hello, I'm cheesed to meet you. No, my guy. I'm just oh. I'm just reminded of the, the meme on Tumblr that's like a cycle and it starts off with with a little mouse and then it's like, I'm cheesed to meet you, and then it's like, you know, the cops can't find enough evidence, the charges are dropped, and then it's back to the top again. <laughs> yes. That is that is what the new the new um mouse rat Pokemon from uh from Scarlet and Violet is what I've seen that with. Uh, very funny. A meme won't mean anything in two months. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That's fine. Uh, it's going in the outtakes anyway. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so there's a more accurate look at, at, at uh, a good man, at Ralph, an excellent man, but, an excellent oh, yeah, little yeah. man. Excellent little man. Uh, and so Sedmet says, um, so I've got a list of the places. Uh, Zikres is uh, prone to sort of just um, stream of consciousness. Uh, I've picked out what pieces of useful information I can as to what areas might um, be helpful in triggering any memories or investigating her background in any way. All right. How many Ark Lords are there? Oh boy, I actually This is an in character question. I actually have no idea. Let me let me see if there's a list. Um I think there's a lot of them. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm not seeing a, a number because I know so because the Ark Lords are like a faction within the city, but they're not actually they're not actually in charge of the city. The city is ruled and much of the country is ruled by the the council of 3 and 9. Um, who are three arch wizards and then nine other people um, from other various like uh, various you know various concerns within the country. Um, the Ark Lords, I think the Ark Lords is like you know there's enough of them that it's like not an like, not a quick list. It's like like more than like twenty or th- like up to like fifty or a hundred. Okay. Um, it actually uh, used to be a um, prestige class in first edition Pathfinder. Um, the one thing is that you can recognize an Ark Lord because they have a third eye. Does Zikras uh, have a third eye? Not currently. The Zikras is a skull. 
That is true. <laughs> In case you haven't mm. noticed. <laughs> Shit, I hadn't noticed. I'm sorry. Zikrus doesn't technically have, like, flesh eyes anyway, so... It's so no, right. Zikrus's eyes are just glowing pink. Um, all right. So, you, um... So you sent out uh, into the city with that list. Um, what is... Uh, as, you, as you leave, you know, the city is a bright it you walk out into a bright morning the sun climbs towards fluffy clouds um bare that are like slightly obscured between the glittering lights of the thing um you will notice like while you didn't see it exactly like is easily when you're coming in from the deck the docks there are a number of like huge gaps carved into the upper level of the city the inwazi the inwazi level um that allow natural sunlight to come in and it just it's almost like surreal shadowless light because there's the sunlight and then there's the crystal light and then there's all the other glowing shit around the city. Kind of looks like just a little surreal when you've lived your life in Absalom or anywhere else. Not being in Vegas. It's like being in Vegas. Yeah. It's a lot like being in Vegas, honestly. It's Wizard um, Vegas. The streets of Quantium flow with uninhibited magic, an arcane wonderland unlike any other major city across Galarian. Um, from the stairs of Nexus House alone, you can see an ice cream cart being run by a protean uh, individual, a sort of like primordial chaos creature. Um, you see uh, a pack of oozes on leashes being led by a wizard down the street as street sweepers. You see... The golem walking around the edges of the city. Uh, you reach the bottom of the stairs. A like a tall plant woman walks by, and Zikaris like goes, <laughs> and she just looks looks at him and looks at her, and then just like kind of rolls her eyes and keeps walking. Um, uh, that was a Goran, which is a type of, of plant person. Uh, they are um, sentient uh, crop people. Like they're they're like. Like, leshies can be any kind of plant, but Gorons, as I understand it, all come from, um, are animated, like, food plants. Oh, cool. You see, uh, to the south, the enormous Bandishar Palace sits in the middle of the city's lake, surrounded by serene waters and flying carpets. Um, technically, it does not sit, it floats over the city's lake. Uh, to the far west of the city... Uh, far east, you see the Scriven Bow Library, um, uh, red stone sticking out amongst the other buildings. Uh, as Icarus, uh, in Ist's hand, says, Well, world is our lifestyle. Where do we want to go first, chums? It certainly is. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Are any of these locations near somewhere that we can go shopping? Because I want to go shopping in Wizard Vegas. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I mean, there is, I think, uh, there, there, the Merchants League is one of them. If you want to just le- le- uh, read this, the, the areas. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll read this out. Uh, there is a bureaucrat at the Bandashar Palace. A certain location at the docks. Ominous. Two persons in the Merchants League. A nearby nature preserve, a priest at the Scrivenbau Library, and the Warlock's Walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so basically what your plan is to do is you go to these places, look around. Um, there will be skills that you can, like, roll to, like, help to jog Zikariz's memory. 
Uh, and then if you succeed, you will perhaps gain, uh, sh- she will be able to recall something of her previous life. Um, do we want to head back to the docks first, as that's the closest? Yeah, that's what that I was thinking. Wise. Yeah, that sounds wise. <laughs> sounds good. Sure. That's a plan. And then maybe head up to the top level to get to the uh, the Scrivenboa Library, because that's like pretty much directly above. So, yeah, so you head over uh, to the docks. Uh, is the easternmost point of Quantium. Uh, far in the distance, you can see Valkis Isle, which you drew, which you um, sailed past on your way here. Um, Zikra says, hey, hey, you came here on boat, right? Which one did you take? Is our boat still here? Yeah. We, I, I, I point at it. Oh, you came here on that. Pathfinder's really are brave. It was a trial and a challenge, I must say. I got to teleport. I know you did. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, if somebody uh, would like uh, to give me occultism, perception, or sailing lore. <laughs> well, certainly don't have any sailing lore. Perception it is. Um, and are we allowed to have multiple people making checks or just one? Uh, yeah, uh, looks like looks like you can all do it. Yeah, well, you 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 go ahead first, Calamus. Oh yeah, you go ahead first, Calamus. Oh, it's fine. Nice. So, Calamus, yeah. um, how do you use your perception skill to like help jog her memory? I think just by talking to her um, as we go around and pointing things out. About the things you see? Yeah. Um, cool, yeah, you look out over the sea, the Obari Ocean, which you came in off of today. You see in the distance, gray and misty, is Valkis Isle. And you're like, oh, look at that, look at that. And she, and she, um, says, yes, Valkis, Valkis. It was where Nix's first palace was, where he... His first great failure, I would come here often to contemplate it. That wizards, if they are not careful, can... Great horrors can befall those who are not careful. Valkis is the greatest. I like where I'm holding her. I like rotate her up so she's looking off at me and I'm like, you know your voice just changed, right? What? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking weird. Yeah! Huh. That was a little creepy, huh? Yes, I mean that that, that place sucks. It's awful. It's been it's become a prison these days. If uh, enemies of the states, uh, dissidents, seditionists, anyone who somebody doesn't like, you can go in. You can't go out. There's a dome over the, the entire island, and it's full of terrible, terrible arcane monsters. Wow. Oh. Is there anything more to be gained? Or is this sort of what we were here for, was to get this upset reaction to Velkus? Uh, that, does, that does seem to be like a memory has like j- jarred loose. Though if you want to keep talking, you certainly can. I'm just wondering if it's worth making an occultism check, just to see if we can gain anything else here for her. Uh, I will let you know out of character that there's only one memory per location. Cool. Okay, cool. Uh, well, why don't we head up to the top tier and get a better look? 
go to the library. What? Uh, sure. I, I'd looked at it, I was just like, look, if you see any particular, any particularly good books, I do have something I made on the boat. I'm just saying. Ooh. What'd you make? Yeah, uh, I found I found this recipe. It's called Book Thief Brew. It's this really clever little oh. paste, and you like spread it <laughs> on a page, and you can do like a copy. It's like mirrored, but then you just hold it up to a mirror. It is incredibly oh, like silly putty. What the fuck is silly putty? This motherfucker ain't ever heard of silly putty. I can't believe this person hasn't heard of fucking silly putty. I'm just now fucking thinking of that Tumblr post, which is, well, the, the presence of silly putty implies the existence of a serious putty. Like, That's just C4. <laughs> H2 would love serious putty. <laughs> H2 would love serious putty. <laughs> um, so you, so you had up the southern, uh, the, the northern, northeastern, like, Huge thing. There's this enormous cylinder building. It is just a spire of deep red brick. And as you're approaching it, uh, Zikaris's eyes kind of flicker a little bit. And she says, okay, so next we're going to go to the library of the demon. Well, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe we shouldn't go to the library of the demon Lord of Braxis. Let's, um, maybe we go to the, temp- the twin temple of Methus. That seems like it's going to be nicer, even though it's a little bit harder to find things. The demon lord of Braxis. Yes. You don't think that's relevant? I, I think I maybe had the same thought before that it was not a good place to go. Forget shopping. Let's go. Let's go to the library. No, that we look. We got. We. It's a place to go. Maybe you'll think of something while we're in there. Wait. The, the Scrivenbow or the Twin Temple of Nephis that I was like, you should go there instead. No, it's the Scrivenbow, which is where we are now. But the Twin Temple's just over there. I, I can see that. Can I just point out that I appreciate that you are just a skull, but Calamus and I only have very short legs, and we've got to walk <laughs> all over this city. And having gone to the effort of getting here, you're a skull. What's the worst thing that can happen to you? I don't know. I'd argue the worst thing that can happen to you has already happened to you. Hmm? I will um, tell you, maybe, that the person who should be worried about going into the Scrivener is not me. Are you saying one of us should be worried? I'm saying it's the... It's the, it's the fucking demon lord of secrets. And I think ah. that maybe... It's a bad idea to go there. Mindy immediately is like, you know what? I trust the skull. I think we should listen to her. I don't think we want to go in there. I have no secrets. It will be fine. I am a cactus. <laughs> Maybe you don't. I'm going to stay with Zikaris out here while you guys go inside. <laughs> Anything you want to get off your chest, Mindy? Yeah, now I I also want to go inside the the library. Just looking at my like, like, would I do this? Yeah, I have secrets, but also I'm chaotic neutral, baby. Mm-hmm. Mindy really, Mindy is torn very deeply between books and. I just gave the camera a look. Sorry, bad bad <laughs> times. I will. <laughs> Sorry to our listeners. 
I will place Zikaris in Mindy's hands. Uh, well, keep our girl safe. We'll go check inside. All right. Be careful. Be careful. What? Have a good time in there. <laughs> I'm holding the skull. Great. Just the fucking visual of a fucking six foot tall robot woman, a cactus, and a goblin <laughs> walk into a library. This is a this is a joke. <laughs> this is a, the beginning of a very funny joke. Um. So you enter the Scrivenbow. So the interesting thing, Scrivenbow is um four stories tall. Uh, it is the only red building in the city. Everything around it is turquoise and blue and purple and white. And so it's just this, like, red just line in this great, enormous, beautiful city. Inside, it's dark. Not dark. It's dim, except for the lights around the books. It's quiet. Masked and robed people go up and down. Uh, a librarian kind of glides towards you and says, Hello. What knowledge do you seek in Scrivenbow? And what are you willing to do for it? Uh, you can glide. I can walk very smoothly. And my robes make it look like I'm not moving at all. <laughs> cool. Like those Russian dancers. <laughs> Leads to Kalos. Healy's. <laughs> <laughs> that must be it, yeah. I, I want to be clear. Healy's are canonical in Galarian. You could buy them They're like wheel boots, like clockwork mm -hmm. heels. They are literally a thing. That's so good. This is canon now. Yep. Oh, I'm not here. Sorry. <laughs> So, so can I make? I suppose I suppose it'd be a religion check if it's about arc demon lords, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, religion. technically, I have religion. Yeah, yeah. like want to give it a roll. I mean, what are we in for when we when a spooky librarian is just like, yeah, I can help you, but you got to give me something. <laughs> <laughs> like the the demon lord of Braxis, the name Scrivener, what it means. To be in yeah. here. Go on, age two. Give me a, give me a religion. Oh, um, <laughs> I will, like, as we look at that, as we're walking in, I'll just look up at age two and just, like, hey. And I'll just sort of, like, hold on to the pendant around my neck and just, like, pat her arm. You got this. And I use guidance. Ooh. Except from oh. 16 to 17. You uh, would have heard the name Braxis. Abraxis is the demon lord of forbidden lore and magic called the master of the final incantation. He is an individual who knows countless magical formulas, spells, and secrets, the most important of which is the final incantation. The final incantation is the last spell that will ever be cast, because to cast it is to end magic. I relay this to my companions and say, this seems very apropos of an Ark Lord who has turned herself into a skull. Well, someone turned her into a skull. I suppose. I don't know. 
She just seems very foolhardy. It seems like it could be self-inflicted. So, how can the Scrivenbow assist you? What histories do you have on the House of Nexus? The House of Nex, the wizard, or the Nexus House, the Pathfinder Lodge? The House of Nex. And the Ark Lords that have uh, formed their own faction in his uh, disappearance. We have many histories, though I will admit that the bulk of the base knowledge is found in the Bandashah, where Nex once lived. What is it that you seek in specific? I don't think how to phrase this. I think, like, ist, like, choose uh, her lip. Because sharp goblin teeth, I might just, like, nix the skin a little bit. I I picture ist as having a couple of little scars around her mouth from just this habit. Mm-hmm. Aw. The sort of things that they wouldn't want public record. Mm. Crime. Things best in fighting. Ah, we have some such secrets here. What do you offer in return? I think Ist like beckons this librarian down so she can whisper in the ear of this person because <laughs> doesn't want like Calamus and H two to necessarily hear. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, you can perception check and hear it uh, <laughs> if you want to try. But I think what Ist can offer is an account of the fall of, of Last Wall because she was there. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. stories of the Knights of Last Wall and the Last Stand and all that. Just like mm-hmm. that notion of just like think something that she saw or that the the tribe encountered on the way to Absalom. Interesting. Now, these are shared experiences, not quite secrets. You're telling me you never walked away from your parents when you were a child? Saw something only you saw? Hmm. Unfortunately, that is not. Well, shit. What? How big a secret does it need to be? You are not from here. Are you a traveler, a merchant? Traveler. A uh, seeker of knowledge. From whence do you hail? Absalom. Well, Absalom has many secrets. I could tell you about a temple under the city. <laughs> you... Okay. You want to tell him about the, the temple of the, of the living that you you found down there and the thing mm-hmm. that you saw? As you do, um, the eyes behind his mask kind of glitter a little bit. He says... Very interesting. Let me see what I can procure for you. 
and he glides away. This place is really cool. <laughs> you know I'm going to put rollerblade sounds under that now that I know that he's <laughs> using Heelys. I didn't say it was using Heelys, but you can do what you want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's... So, the thing is... Mm-hmm. Actually, this will work. This will work. After some time, mm-hmm. he returns and he says, I'm sorry. We had, there was a night hack that was, whose daughter sought an Ark Lord in this city. But it's impossible. Our records are gone. You remember anything about this daughter? Yes, um, the name is Liaskra, daughter of Aslan. Right. But the Ark Lord is vanished. When I say gone, I do not mean taken. Removed. But not by hands. Pages blank. Names obliterated. Oh, shit. Hi, it's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again. Previously on Follow the 